Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. the Quacko Paco chatted, made a decision on what to do next. They agreed that before they would continue their adventures southwards, that everyone would decide to try and power up, so to speak, at the Rustboro City Gym. Each trainer went their own separate ways, and now it is Schmidt's turn. Before Schmidt moves on to the gym, is there anything he'd like to do, any orders of business, anything he wants to check out before he just marches on in? Yes. I would like to go to the Pokemon Center Hostel. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. I would like to get seven servings of Pokemon food. Sure. And then maybe like a sandwich for Schmidt. Absolutely. You do that. Uh, hostel prices are pretty inexpensive, but this will cost you. Let me see exactly how much. Just the standard whatever they're serving. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then something for Schmidt as well. Yeah. Okay. Just like a sandwich or something cheap. Sure. Uh, that's going to, we'll make it around even 100 Pokemon dollars. Okay. Makes it easy. Yep. Um, acquired. Schmidt has lots of foodstuffs. Cool. So I want to head like outside the city, like maybe somewhere like up north. Yeah. Um. There's like that beach area up north, right? Yeah. If you want to go due north up to Route 115, there is a beach. Yeah. Maybe like on a hill uh, on top of like, like overlooking the beach uh-huh. and then set up just like a little picnic for everyone. I love that. That's great. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I can make you do a, a check of some sort, but I'm not sure. <laughs> For picnic. For picnic check. I don't I don't know what the results of it would be. So I'm thinking, yeah, you you uh you do that. Yeah, you can get all, all your mons, uh, or at least a number of them. Probably not all of them since most of them are caught, but you can get five probably, right? Uh yeah, yes. With Quacko. Um yeah. that brings me to my next order of business. Okay. Like everyone's getting out and they're eating, right? Uh-huh. Like I have everyone brought out. And then I also want to put Pride and Prejudice down uh-huh. next to the food, and I want to see if I could try to coerce them into coming out of their Pokeballs. Got it. Uh, that will require a roll of some sort. How yes. are you doing so? Are you just going to vibes? Do you make a uh, plea? What 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 is Schmidt doing here? I, I want to do just like a basic, like, hey, guys, got some food, and then I have a backup plan. So Okay. Sure. Plan for two checks if the first one does not go well. Yeah. Uh, give me a roll, two rolls of your choice. Well, not of your choice, but <laughs> I need two rolls, one for pride, one for prejudice. Your choice is either Pokemon handling or charisma slash persuasion. Those are the two options. I would guess that your charisma is better, but uh, it's whatever flavor yeah, you want. Yeah, and I'm proficient in persuasion. Yeah, so you could add your bonus to so that. A plus four. Neither of these rolls are great. Uh huh. They're both an even ten. Even I two sixes if you believe it. <laughs> I do believe it. Yeah, there's like uh, you, there's like a little wobble from them, like a curious one, but they mm-hmm. are not necessarily feeling like coming out right now. Okay. There's like Back an acknowledgement that there is someone who is doing something nice, but they are not brave enough. Okay. Backup plan. Schmidt stands up. Uh, he kind of convinces Quacko and Jessica to do this with him, and he's gonna start punching the air. And he's going to start saying stuff like power, fight, win, 
pride, prejudice, come out of the Pokeballs. <laughs> wow. Power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sick. I think you do you want to roll for it? Because you can if you want, but I, I yeah. think Yeah. Give me give me another check. Uh, this time I have a, a I have a secret modifier I will not tell you, so just give me the give same rolls as before. Secret modifier? Okay. Uh one of them was also a six. Okay. <laughs> I rolled three sixes in a row as my first three rolls of the day. Get him out of the way before the gym. That's like six, 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 though. I don't know if that's a bad omen or <laughs> the I next mean... one was a 14, which plus four would be 18. Yeah. Um, and with my secret modifier based on your behaviors, uh, that is enough. Pride and prejudice. Two seemingly pretty powerful dragonairs uh, exit their pokeballs. They have a look of kind of forlornness for sure, but they have a look of curiosity as well. As they peer around and they gaze upon these Pokemon and they gaze upon Schmidt, who is really familiar. They've seen him before, um, but this time he is doing uh, a practice of sorts that they enjoy, that they are familiar with. And they have a little bit of excitement. They seem kind of nervous. Yeah, yeah. I just want to, like, slide the food up to him and be like, hey, I just want to make sure you guys are eating and make sure you're okay. Yeah, because of your, I, I don't want to call it your not a dance your your ritual your mm-hmm. action that they are familiar with they are pretty comfortable with you and they have no hesitation to okay. eat the food and they haven't eaten in a while and you can tell that especially pride is particularly snarfy they're kind of chomping good 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 so you said it wasn't a dance i mean kind. i mean if i was trying to convince jessica to change forms uh <laughs> I'm, I'm fishing for a little something but yeah okay okay if i don't get it that is also okay yeah sure is Okay, yeah. Uh, if it's a dance, you have to roll performance. Okay. And then Jessica will have to do so as well, but Jessica's going to have a, a better time. And then Jessica got our natural 19, so... Okay, yeah. Jessica's that, doing fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Schmidt, natural 13. Yeah. I would say that's sufficient for what you're trying to do. Um, you are opting for Jessica form change, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, I didn't expect this one, so I I can pretty clearly envision what type you're going for, but I don't necessarily have ideas for an outfit. Would you like to participate in deciding what Jessica's new form here is going to look like? Oh. You don't have to. I'll just wing I it, but no I, you have no thoughts? Yeah. Okay, give me a moment to do a little bit of research. Maybe like a karate gi or something? Something like that. Yeah. So we're we're going for a fighting type uh, or a choreo, correct? That is the goal here. Yeah. Okay. That was the idea. Yeah. You um, could also make the argument that it's like a cheer, like a chant. Yeah, but there's and already a there's cheer already... or a choreo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like I got... this. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to angle for fighting type for dancing. Has to be capoeira related, right? Has to be. But also. The dance that's being performed isn't necessarily capoeira. It's more like a stupid karate or kung fu sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I would like to describe, perhaps. Yes, form change happens. Or Corio enjoys this picnic out on the sunny hill. Pride and Prejudice are present, and they're kind of enjoying this time with these Pokemon. They haven't been social for a while. And or and or Corio assumes a form change. Um, she uh, is basked in light and shedding. Her previous draconic look, she enters a more, uh, what's the word? Not intentional, uh, focused appearance. Um, she dons herself in what seems to be some some sort of a martial arts gi 
um, that opens up at her chest, at her plumage, and there are feathers that kind of stick out from the sleeves, so to speak, and she has a feather headband on her head as well. Sick. Any additions, anything you just think, oh, that'd be cool if she looked like this. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Okay, awesome. Yes, so congratulations, you have uh, a fighting type or choreo. Way to go. Sick. Very, very cool. Memory check. Uh-huh. Uh, I have this draconid scroll. Have I read that yet? Uh, you've looked at it. Okay. You can look um, at it again I, if you'd like. I think, yeah, maybe do like an in-depth like read through it while we're picnicking out here. Okay. Yeah, uh, a lot of it's pretty straightforward, but there's some stuff that might be more cryptic. You can give me a, an investigation roll on it. <laughs> okay, I got a natural too. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I will tell you what you've already seen. You're not going to lose any information. Um, okay. And it's not like this is particularly cryptic. Uh, it, yeah, there's, it's not hiding very much. Um, it's intricately designed. There's kind of like patterns on the edges. It looks worn. It looks old. The primary focus of this is two things. One, there's a map, and it almost looks like a treasure map. It's a map of Hoenn, and there's a marking in the southeast sea. Um, there's actually text next to it that says Sutopolis Sea, and there's like a, a symbol. There's like an almost an X marks the spot looking symbol, but it's more kind of in the Draconid art style. And mm-hmm. um, below it is a line of text. That's in quotation marks. It's like in a very fancy kind of calligraphic style. It says, with dual bright and borrowed might, I summon the Rayquaza. That's the incantation. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think just after some time, let everyone hang out for a bit. That's all I want to do with uh, the picnic. Sure. Give me just a straight D20. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Fucking fang going through my bag again. Second. Oh, crit. Oh, you mean frostbite going through your bag? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> your picnic was very nice, and all of your Pokemon who attended, including Pride and Prejudice, feel invigorated. As such, um, I would like to give you four uses of advantage to be used by the end of the day on any roll. Oh, that's you, sick. You okay. can use them on roll to hit, on checks, or even damage. Um, you have four uses. And it doesn't even have to be the gym challenge. It's just the end of this day when the when midnight hits <laughs> they will expire gotcha 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 okay but yeah you got um, you got pride and prejudice out of their shell a little bit there it's it's good it's good yeah yeah i just want to make sure that thing. they're okay and that they're healing mm-hmm. i know they went through some shit yeah i guess with that out of the way i'll i'll recall all of schmidt's pokemon and then i'll ask pride and prejudice if they want to be recalled okay or if they just want to walk around with me yeah, let me do a roll for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both are a little more nervous without any other mons around, and they would like to go return to their balls. Okay, I will return them to their Pokeballs. Great. Do that. Cool. Now that everything in the picnic is packed up, I would like to go out to the city. Back to the city, yeah. Uh, yes. Schmidt marches back southward with all of the food he had purchased consumed. Pleasant little picnic. Uh, it's, it's mid-afternoon, probably around 3 p.m. What does he do next? Cool, cool. He is going to uh, hang out around the area of the gym, uh-huh. and he's going to look for people leaving, and he's going to try to skim as much information off them as he can. <laughs> he can absolutely do that, or he can try to. Um, I'm going to have you make two d20 rolls. We're doing a lot of rolls this session. This is good. Your first one is going to be a dexterity check of a stat that I'm not telling you. So make a okay. dex roll. The dex. I'm adding my dex modifier then. Yes. Uh, that is a 17. 
Okay, great. Um, and then I also need you to make a wisdom check for me that I'm not going to tell you. What is my wisdom modifier? That one is a nine. Okay, great. The first check was a stealth check, and I gave you a bonus based on your cloak as well, because I'm assuming you're wearing it. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was a stealth check. It's, I would have. It's a stealth check because it's part of uh, academic integrity around here that people don't try and get secrets from the gym challenge. Um, So thankfully, even though you didn't know that, uh, no one's coming to bust you, (laughs) which is good. They are. You are unassuming. The other check was to see what kind of information you could rile up. Um, The next person to exit, which you can assume to be the gym doors, is uh, a school kid. He's in a school uniform. He's got a, a Pokeball on his belt. And plodding beside him is a stupid-looking mushroom Pokemon. It's very low to the ground, and it's got no arms, and it has an angry face. He looks kind of, like, not defeated, but also not necessarily proud. And he has a notebook. He's, like, scribbling down notes. Okay. Hey, 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 kid. H- how'd it go? Did you, did, you, did you win? Another check for you, Charisma. Uh, Charisma. Man yeah, lurking in the it. shadows wearing a cloak comes out to approach a child and is like, hey, <laughs> tell me your secrets. Hey, kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Oh, what did we say it was? Just Charisma. Charisma. Yeah, straight. Uh, Charisma. That's a flat eight. It's a flat eight. <laughs> okay. Um, this kid isn't like terrified, but he's like, uh, hello, stranger. Uh, what, what, what do you want me to do for you? And I just wanted to know how, how your gym challenge went, you know. Uh, just give. Let me know what happened. Just want to know about you, man. It's just <laughs> about you. He said, "You want to learn about me? Well, yeah. My name is James Doolittle, and uh, this is my third time challenging the gym, and this is the first time I ever got, but I didn't win. Uh, and his little mushroom makes a little squeal. It's like, but... oh, that's so sad. What did you lose to? He said, well, I got to the second challenger. He's an upperclassman named George, and uh, he had a really strong rock Pokemon. And it just it kept using this one move that just always worked. And then if I got the if I answered the quiz wrong, then it did more damage. And it was really hard. OK, OK. Quiz doing damage. OK. Do you know the name of this move? Let's see if he does. He does not. Um, okay <laughs> mr doolittle says uh, i i don't remember but it was a really funny looking rock type uh it reminded me of a video game i like to play and he's like all made of cubes video game video game okay okay you did good in the first challenge though tell me about that uh give me a new charisma check for this your first gotcha. one wasn't <laughs> quite good enough where he wants to continue the conversation so gotcha gotcha oh well this was lower so <laughs> okay uh, yeah, at this moment, this little kid says, mm, I'm good. Hope you have a good day, though. <laughs> okay, thank you. And uh, you let him go without issue, I'm yeah. assuming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as the little mushroom walks, it makes like a pop, 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 pop sound with its feet on the ground. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that seems to be the most recent person to leave the establishment. Okay. I got at least some information off that. <laughs> the yeah. way I'm rolling, it's probably the best I'm going to get. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I would like to go back to the Pokemon Center. We're going to make a little changey change of the team. Sure. Yeah. Uh, please. Uh, I'm not going to make you do any transit roles or descriptions or anything. Um, please just tell me the Pokemon you'd like to bring. Oh, I'm just switching out Talonflame for the Skarmory. Oh, okay. So would you, from Buford. Yeah. would you reiterate the squad then? 
it is species and Quacko. Nickname. Might as well. Is going to be Quacko the far fetched. Uh-huh. Jessica the Oracorio fighting type. Oracorio. Uh-huh. Uh, Patricia the Altaria. Walter the Dunsparce. And Buford the Skarmory. Okay. So there's five of them because Quacko isn't in a Pokeball, correct? Correct. Okay. Great. If there's nothing else, you can go from the Pokemon Center straight to the gym. Is that your plan? Yep, that's the plan. Schmidt does that. Schmidt enters the Restboro City Gym. And instead of being greeted by the usual security holding area where people wait for the next trainers to come out, Schmidt is instead greeted by what looks to be a museum slash gift shop. Uh, This seems to be a geological, archaeology, some sort of museum that is very, very closely associated with rocks rocks and gems are on display there's glass cases with all sorts of different gems and stones that seem to be particularly curious or interesting or maybe something that schmidt can't determine why they're in a case but there's a little descriptor certainly that is paired with the exhibit that schmidt can learn some things about there is a person in a uniform that i've been describing as a docent do you know what a docent is um not off the top new this is a new little trivia i'm learning because the players aren't certain uh it's like a museum assistant okay they're a docent usually they're volunteers there is a docent they are wearing uh somewhat of an academic outfit but also kind of like it's like a uniform trying to look professional they have a name Mm -hmm. tag it says sunny on it and they greet you they say hello trainer my name's sunny biscuits welcome to the Restboro city gym let me know if you have any questions sunny biscuits okay uh hey sunny um is this where i go for the gym challenge am i in the right spot sunny gives you a raised eyebrow and says are you here for the gym challenge you said uh yes that is what i said sunny pulls at their uniform and it rips away from their body and beneath it they are wearing a gym trainer uniform and they say well that's just great because i'm gonna be your first challenger and uh sunny seems particularly proud and excited that they were able to perform this funny little outfit swap maneuver for you they're yeah. trying to impress you, can, you. You, can, you can look at schmidt's face that he's kind of like taking notes he's like breakaway close i gotta remember that breakaway close <laughs> hell yeah yeah schmidt thinks it's pretty cool sunny says the first part of your challenge is actually going to take place in this gift shop. What you're going to have to do for me is go over to the eastern wall. And Sunny points to the eastern wall. And they say, that's where our fossil exhibit is. What you're going to have to do, Sunny says, as handing you a piece of paper and a pen, is match each type of fossil to the type of Pokemon that it turns into when they are resuscitated. And they give you a little guide here. Uh, there's a list of fossils in alphabetical order, and there's a list of Pokemon that they match with in generation order. I will read through them quickly. Armor, bird, claw, cover, dino, dome, drake, fish, helix, jaw, old amber, plume, root, sail, and skull are the fossils. The Pokemon that you are matching to are Omanite, Kabuto, Aerodactyl, Lilip, Anorith, Cranidos, Shieldon, Tortuga, Archon, Tyrant, Amora, Draco, Arcto, Zolt, and Vish. And there's a note that those last four um aren't necessarily complete fossils but just the way that the gala region does their archaeology this is what they determined so with that being said do you have any questions about this first part of your gym challenge sure went to college you should do fine yeah you can make some deductions right yeah so you can go about this however you like um whatever makes the most sense for you in your mind for completing this take your time okay you can talk it out Omanite. if you want yeah, Amite is Helix because he remembers that there was some kind of cult that was based around the Helix fossil. A <laughs> true, years ago. true. 
Kabuto's dome. Okay. Aerodactyl is old amber. Mm. Uh, Lilip, I believe, is root. Okay. Uh, Anerith, I believe, is claw. Great. Um, now, here's where my knowledge is not as concrete. That's reasonable. For clarity, there are 15 pairs here, and you have guessed five. Okay. So you have 10 left. Um, I'm going to guess plume for Arkin. Okay. I'm going to jump to the ones I just know. Tyrant, I'm going to say, is Dino. Drake, I'm going to say, is Draco. Okay. Sail, we know, is uh, Lamora. I'm going to guess Craniodosis Skull, because I know he's like a bash things with his forehead kind of guy. Shield on. Cover. That sounds right. Okay. So what haven't I done now? I haven't done... I've only done one of the Gen 8 ones. Um, correct. You are missing... Arctozolt Vish. Yeah, you're missing Jaw. Tortuga. You're missing Fish. You're missing Bird. Oh, there's a Bird Fossil. What the fuck? Okay. You have 11 guests, so you have four left. So I think you're missing Bird, Fish, Jaw, and something that I can figure out in a minute. Skull? Did you get Skull? You did do I think we did Skull for Cranidus. Yeah. Um... I'm going to say bird is Zolt. Okay. I'm going to say Jaws Vish. I'll just say fish is Arcto. And whatever the last one is, is Tortuga. I can't remember. Um, Which one I haven't said. Cover. Did you do cover? No, you didn't. Oh, you did do cover. Um, yeah. Did you do armor? You didn't do armor. I didn't do armor. Okay, okay do armor for Tortuga. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Great. Are you ready to turn in your quiz? Yep. Okay. As good as I'm going to (laughs) do. Sure. You hand it over to Sonny, and they look it over, and they say, Hmm, you must be educated. You did pretty well. I did go to college. Sonny says, You guessed Helix, Dome, Old Amber, Root, Claw, Plume, Drake, Sail, Skull, and Bird correctly. Nicely done. The ones that you that missed, how many? Okay. you missed Dino. The correct answer for Dino is that it matches uh, the Arcto class. Arcto is Dino. Okay. Uh, you missed Cover. Cover belongs to Tortuga. And as it turns out, you know, if you get one wrong, then you get two wrong. Like, <laughs> it's just the way yeah. that the quiz works. Just how it goes. Um, fish belongs to Vish. And uh, Armor which you had applied to shield on or sorry, is the correct answer for shield on instead of cover. So I think shield on and Tortuga were switched and Dino and jaw were switched. Something else. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, uh, total one, two, three, four. You've only missed two pairs. Great. Sunny says you did very well based on your challenge. This will impact the difficulty of your first battle, which is me, Sunny. Are you ready, Shuckle? And Sunny Biscuits gestures over to the northern wall where there's a pair of red doors that you are used to seeing in gyms. And sitting in front of it is a big, strange red rock. And Sunny says, you know what to do. It's go time. And Shuckle, over here in this corner, which you can't tell is a Shuckle. You've seen Shuckle before. This looks nothing like one. This is just a strange, lumpy red rock, um, begins smashing its shell. Um, it smashes its shell a whopping 11 times. Boom, 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 boom. And all of a sudden, it looks like a normal size shuckle. It's no longer a weird rock. Um, it's little noodly face and appendages stick out of light holes on its carapace. 
And Sunny says, I hope you're ready. Let the battle begin. You can use three of your Pokemon against just my Shuckle. Did it just use Shell Smash 11 times? It did. It's not what you think it is. Uh, Holy fuck. It's okay. not actually <laughs> using the move Shell Smash. It just smashed its shell. Okay. If that helps. So this is also the point where you need to establish which three Pokemon you're bringing to the gym total. You can't like make any swaps. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be Skarmory, okay. Jessica, and Quacko. I like it. Great. Um, you may roll initiative for this first combat. I rolled a five. Okay. Shuckle rolled my dice a little bit. Well, Shuckle rolled in that one, so you'd actually still get to go first. Oh fuck yeah! Okay. Um, this Shuckle is currently unassuming. It has its classic silly, stupid Shuckle face, and it's just looking down. Which Pokemon do you send out first? Uh, Skarmory. Skarmory. Yep, it's just staring down Buford the Skarmory. Just, just looking at him. You know. Okay. This is all individual one v ones. Yep. I'm gonna start it off. Just test the water and hit it with a Steel Wing. Love to see it. Roll to hit. Uh, legitimate question because it's a shuckle. Does a natural 25 hit it? It does. Okay. Um, it strangely seems that the red rock that was in front of the door before was nearly impervious. Um, based on the number of times that the shuckle has smashed its shell, it seems like it's easier to get to the noodly bits. So the correct answer is yes, 25 does in fact hit. And you may roll super effective steel type damage. Sick. 25 25 yeah. uh yeah buford swoops into the air flying over this funny bagworm pokemon slicing into its noodly bits for a whopping 25 points of super effective steel type damage a pretty sizable hit considering this type of pokemon um sunny biscuits recoils a little bit and goes "Ooh, that looks like it hurt all right shuckle you know what to do and shuckle goes Bow! and it tucks into its shell tucks into all of its noodles and it rolls out into for the Skarmory. Rolling to hit uh, a 15. My armor class is 17. Wow. Bulky Skarmory. Um, Shuckle yeah. tucks into its shell and rolls a big lumbering rock um, into Buford the Skarmory and just glances off of Buford's metal wings. Pretty impressive. Buford seems pretty confident, pretty cocksure, so to speak. And is now Buford's turn yet again. Second verse, same as the first. Steel wing time, baby. Uh, okay, 14 plus 8. To hit? 22? Yeah. Um, that does, in fact, hit. 24. 24 points of steel-type damage, another massive yep. hit. Um, mm -hmm. Only one point less than the previous one. It seems like this battle is handily going in Schmidt's favor at the moment, as Shuckle has been unable to deal any damage so far. And it seems like its armor has been uncharacteristically easy to penetrate. Perhaps it was a result of the quiz that Schmidt took. Who knows? Mm, who uh, knows? We'll never find out because the shuckle is going to roll out now and sweep through Schmidt's whole team. Rolling to hit. Uh, that will hit. That's a 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. Pretty close to a crit. Um, rollout coming through for neutral rock type damage. Ooh. A pretty good roll for the first turn of rollout. Uh, 14 points of neutral rock type damage as Shuckle identifies a weak point uh, where Skarmory's wings meets its chest and slams its silly red shell into that part and Shuckle bounces off and continues to roll. It is gaining momentum as it rolls in circles in front of Sunny. Um, it is now Schmidt's turn again. Rolling another steel wing. Uh-oh. 15 to hit? 15 
based on the quiz that Schmidt took, actually does in fact hit. Oh, thank God. Okay. 22 points of damage. 22 points of steel-type damage as Buford comes in yet again with another vicious steel wing. Um, this time it slices into the shell that is spinning, um, and Shuckle's momentum seems to stop for a moment, and then it kind of gathers itself and it continues to spin a little bit more, albeit pretty uh, pretty slowly. I mean, it's still gaining momentum, but it seems like it's more wobbly than usual, and it might not have much more energy left to it. That being said, Sunny has a plan, and Sunny will commit to that. Sunny says, it's time! Go for rollout! Rolling a rollout to hit. 19 to hit? Yes, that does it. All right. Rolling the damage. Neutral rock-type damage as Shuckle charges into Buford, dealing a nice, clean 26 points of rock-type damage. It seems that every time it connects with this rollout, it deals more and more damage. So hopefully Schmidt can finish this off pretty soon. It is Schmidt's turn yet again. You said 26? 26 points. Fucking ow. Okay. In some good rolls. Jeez. Skarmory's at about half. Yeah. Shuckle means business. Skarmory does not have the highest HP pool. Okay. Um, we're going to do another steel wing. All right. Oh, natural 18. Natural 18 does, in fact, connect. Doesn't um, get the attack boost. It doesn't get the boost. However, uh, I think I will have you refrain from rolling damage because Shuckle has three HP left. And I think no matter okay. what your roll is, uh, Shuckle will faint. Buford fl- swoops in with a decisive steel wing, um, slicing directly into Shuckle's shell. And there's a moment where Shuckle's red shell is stuck onto Buford's wing, and Buford kind of has to, like, shake it off because the, the piercing was too strong. Um, Shuckle falls to the ground of the gift shop, certainly injured but not in a devastating way, just tired, exhausted. It has lost the battle. Um, Sonny gives you a little round of applause, reaches into their pocket, and gives you 28 Pokemon dollars and cool. s- sprays a little potion on Buford. And oh, sick. Okay. No PP, though. Uh, you used all your steel wings not all of them but that all the ones you used fine. you did use sunny says nicely done your next challenger george is going to be waiting for you inside the dig site gym proper are you ready yep great sunny biscuits opens up the big red doors that you were used to entering and what you see before you doesn't look like a traditional pokemon gym it looks like an archaeological dig site as you walk in, you start descending into an area where you see tools about. Uh, there's like chisels and those funny little brushes and hammers. And uh, there's layers of sediment that you see yourself descending into. You're walking down a ramp that seems to make you descend further and further into a dig. You can see um, rare looking stones and fossils sticking out of the walls um, as you climb. And as you progress further, deeper into the gym, you enter a tunnel. It, there's a, a new ceiling of the dig that covers the top. And as you enter, it gets noticeably dimmer. However, there are gems and crystals sparkling inside, and they seem to, with a little bit of light that trickles in from either end of the tunnel, seems to illuminate it pretty well, where you don't have trouble seeing anything. Speaking of seeing anything, before you, halfway through the tunnel, you see another student, someone in academic garb. He looks not particularly old, probably in middle school. He's very freckled, and he's a ginger, and he looks pretty academic. He looks like he's a pretty good student. As you approach, he says, hello, my name is George. I'll be your second challenger. Hello, George. He, he gives a little wave and he says, Headmaster Roxanne says I'm one of the best students in my class. So I'm going to do my best to, to give you a tough challenge. OK, she says that you don't believe that for yourself. 
I kind of want to make him do a roll here. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I did. In my head, I was like, this is a confidence roll. And uh, he got a net 20. And so George oh, is going to say, okay. no, I am the best in my class. I don't need Roxanne's approval. I'm a genius. And I'm going to okay. show you shit, right shit, now. <laughs> um, he just, just like throws his hands up in the air and he's like, all right, shit, dude. <laughs> he throws out a Pokeball. He says, come on out, buddy. And before you, you see a interesting looking Pokemon. This is definitely the one that was described to you by the passerby, Mr. Doolittle outside. It is a Pokemon that looks like it is made of salt, and it is made of lots and lots of cubes stacked on top of each other. It's bipedal. It has really big, weird three-fingered hands, and uh, it is, in fact, a Garganacle or Garganacle, but I've been saying Garganacle, so I'm going to commit to Garganacle. George says, like Sonny, you're going to use three Pokemon, we're going to have a single battle, and you're just going to face down my buddy here. So the question is, who do you intend to use first? Okay. Um, I'll throw out Quacko. Okay. It's Quacko time. It's Quacko time. Um, Quacko realizes the decision and flies over Schmidt's shoulder and enters a battle pose. He draws his sword. Uh, George says, all right, very well. Let the battle begin. And you can roll initiative. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Natural 18. Natural 18. You do, in fact, go first. What will you do to this Garganacle? Okay. So I noticed this thing's got like a stupid pyramid upper half of its body, right? That's correct. Uh, does it seem top heavy to you? Yeah, it, it certainly is. Its legs are like tiny compared to the ridiculous shoulders and uh, head yeah. it has. So if I like told Quacko to launch a leaf blade like at its feet, like mm-hmm. with intention of knocking it prone. Could I do that? Yeah, that'll be a called shot, uh, so to speak. Let me double check the rules for that. And of course, nothing in our game is necessarily uh, adheres to the rules, but I kind of want to get some inspiration because we haven't done that very much. Interesting. So for called shots in a traditional role-playing game, uh, you actually roll it at disadvantage. But if you hit, you get uh, whatever desired effect you were going for, which could just be increased damage. You could you could just be like, this is an automatic crit, right? That's like a headshot kind of thing. It's like, I'm going to get a headshot, and then you do that. So, uh, I'm, I yes. use one of my advantage rolls to cancel out the disadvantage and you, make it just a normal roll? You absolutely may. That sounds like a great use of that. Totally. Um, before we commit and before we roll to hit, what is your intention? Do you want to, like, knock it over? Um, you want to deal extra damage? I don't know if you can do both of those things unless you get a crit. Uh, yeah, well, the intention was Leaf Blade to do damage, uh-huh. but I guess if I would rather knock it over than do damage if I okay. only get one. You'll get both. No, it's it's just extra damage. Sorry, is the clarification. Like you'd be like called gotcha, shot gotcha. like to, to, to get a crit, basically. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The called shot is to knock it prone. Okay, great. Yeah, you may uh, roll normally if you consume one of your inspiration D20s. That is an 18 to hit. 18 meets the armor class of Garganacle. Ties favor the attacker. Let's they sure go. do. You did it. <laughs> Way to go. Um, yeah. Roll super effective grass type damage. Okay. So question about the crit stacking stuff. Yes. Because Leaf Blade has a natural crit at 19. Oh, is this is that what you rolled? Leak. Yeah, I rolled an 18. Okay. So I'm just wondering with the Leaf Blade and the... Yeah, Leak, does that stack? It does. So I can yeah. 18. yeah, you have a super okay. effective critical hit. 
which is okay. quite the so, way to start the battle. Quad the roll? No. What no. is? Oh, we get the the max. Yeah. So right. so it, when you double your dice, what is the formula? When I double my dice, it would be four d eight. Okay. So whatever, um, four times eight plus your bonuses is will is automatically applied. So, okay. uh, forty two is four times eight. I haven't been in school for a while. It's thirty two. Thirty two. Thirty two. Okay. Plus four is thirty six. Okay. So whatever you end up rolling is we're gonna add thirty six to it. Okay. Uh, even 30 great 66 points of damage <laughs> to start yeah. the battle off um quacko hitting combat for the first time in a while demonstrates why the quacko paco is called <laughs> the quacko paco uh, <laughs> without a doubt um quacko displayed an excellent skilled swordsmanship uh this this garganacle never stood a chance regarding do you have flavor for the cult shot do you think schmidt was like go for the legs or something like that yeah, uh, Schmidt's being like, knock him down, and then uh, kind of points at his feet. Yeah, perfect. And then Quacko, I imagine it's like a, like almost like a Mega Man slide, but with like a, like a little swipe of a sword, like as he's dra- sw- sliding by. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, a called shot, super effective crit, probably the best possible thing you can do this turn, and it's about to get even better because Garganacle topples to the ground very heavy pokemon got stupid little legs and arms its arms are big but they're awkward um and it's kind of rolling around and george says oh no Garganacle, you gotta get up we gotta battle and as is the case with many pokemon that are rendered prone uh Garganacle has to consume its turn to get back up and so it does that because it has no other choice and it is now quacko's turn again oh uh, okay so it's standing back up yes it has successfully Shit. got okay. back up Okay. Um, can I do it again? <laughs> you can try. You yeah. You can consume your advantage again if you want to call the shot again to knock it prone. You could also yeah. just roll leaf blade with no damage with the intention of of knocking it prone. Um, but if you want to do a called shot for an effect, you have to roll a disadvantage. I'll I'll consume one of the advantages. Okay. To just run the whole thing back. Great. Run it back. Do the same thing. First verse or second verse, same as the first, right? Yep. Sure. Do it again. See what happens. Uh oh. 17. That's you said the armor class is 18? Yes, the armor class is 18. Okay. Dirty 17. I do not meet it. Dang. Garganacle just took a massive hit. It's probably never taken that much damage at once in its life. And so it sees Quacko coming with the, the repeat with the refrain coming back through, and Garganacle was prepared this time, just barely deflecting the swipe of the leak with one of its big hands. Now, George has an opportunity to finally make an attack he says you know what to do buddy <laughs> and uh buddy the garganacle uh lifts up his three-fingered hand and rubs his fingers together and throws assault on top of quacko and quacko must make a dc 18 constitution save that's a five that's a five that is a failure first off quacko takes super effective 29 points of rock type damage second off Quacko begins to feel a little strange, a little dehydrated, a little cured, if you will, because Quacko's body is being subject to salt cure. George kind of twiddles his hands together in like a villainous way, and he says, hee hee, it's begun. I don't know why I gave him a villain voice there, because he's a dweeby nerd, (laughs) but we're going to keep that in, so. He's got all that confidence on him. Yeah, true, true. He's got the dog in him. Uh, (laughs) It is now Quacko's turn. That's all that happens. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just gonna raw leaf blade for damage. I'm not gonna do the thing. Sure, let's see it. Another leaf blade. 
18. 18 yes. meets the armor class, and it's a crit. It's ridiculous. Is it a crit? It is. He's it, not prone anymore, right? It it's just super effective. He's, he's not prone, but it's it's a oh, crit. It's not a natural 18. It was a 10. Oh, sorry. With my plus to hit. Sorry. Yeah. Not a crit. The roll itself was 10. Dirty 18. Just kidding. Regular damage. Dirty 18. Yeah, super yeah, effective, yeah. but. Uh, even 20. Even 20. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. Um, it seems like, despite this being a short battle so far, Gar- Garganacle's taken a pretty significant amount of damage. However, this is where the challenge begins. Now that Quacko has been cured, George says, I hope you're ready for an academic trial of epic proportions. I'm going to be asking you trivia questions, and based on how you answer them, the salt cure will dramatically increase, or it will simply stay the same. Um, Above table context, these are going to be two categories of questions. They're going to be related to the campaign, specifically, or they're going to be related to like the video games in general. So got your thinking cap going for that, hopefully. And as mm-hmm. such, George proposes his first question. Uh, each of these are timed. Most of them are going to be 30 seconds. So I have a stopwatch. George has a stopwatch as well. First question. Schmidt also pulls out a stopwatch. <laughs> yeah, he's no, ready. <laughs> he's so ready. George asks, what is the species category of the Pokemon Geodude? You have 30 seconds. Species category. Yeah, so like if Pikachu's like the electric mouse Pokemon in the Pokedex, what does it say for, for Geodude? Fucking, I don't know, man. Rock guy. Rock guy? You gonna lock that in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. George receives your answer and he says, Oh, you were kind of close. Uh, Geodude is the rock Pokemon. However, you weren't specific enough. So you got this question wrong. As George tells you your result, um, Quacko takes automatic 20 points of salt damage. Jeez. And then George's turn ends and it's back to Schmidt. Quacko hurting. God damn. Okay. It's rock types. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. How would, I don't know if you'd call it like perception or investigation, but I'm trying to like suss out like how much HP, like roughly. Yeah. This thing has left. Yeah, yeah. Just roll me a d20 and I'll modify it for you. I want that to be always something that you can do as a trainer bonus action, um, mm-hmm. if you wish. Ooh, natural 19. Pretty good. Yeah. Roughly half. It's like just entering yellow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to switch out Quacko. Okay. And we're going to send in Jessica. Understood. You do that. Uh, for the first time since receiving a form change, Jessica hits the field in a martial arts kind of feathered getup, and she strikes a pose that is very... How do I describe it? Seems like a pose of a skilled warrior, very calm and cautious, prepared to strike. George acknowledges the switch, because it takes your whole action for your turn, and he says, well, it's time to do it again. Let's go, buddy. And Garganacle uses Salt Cure, demanding a DC 18 constitution save from Jessica. Jessica's con. It's plus three. Not bad. Five plus three, 18. Ties five with the attacker. Shit. Yep. Unfortunately, uh, Jessica will be taking full damage here. Fighting does, however, resist rock, does it not? Uh, hmm? I'm not sure about that. Pretty sure it does. I think that's an obscure one, but I'm pretty sure it does. Rock deals half damage to fighting. Yes, it does. Pretty advantageous type swap as uh, Jessica takes normal damage normal failed save damage from salt cure but still better mm-hmm. than super effective 
That was a high roll, though. <laughs> Takes 21 points of rock-type damage. Motherfucker. As the salt cure begins again. Um, weirdly, it seems like when you disengage Quacko from combat and then the salt is applied to Jessica, it seems like it leaves Quacko. Like, Quacko is no longer experiencing it. So Okay. It is now Jessica's turn. Cool, 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 cool. Um, we're going to do our revelation dance. Ooh, the new one. The fighting type one. Yeah. The fighting type one. Roll the hit. Dirty 21. Oh, yeah. That will, in fact, connect. Roll your super effective damage. 22. 22 points of fighting type damage as yep. Garganackle gets pelted by a new move. New to Schmidt. Um, instead of manipulating the environment, I don't think Schmidt ever saw the dragon type revelation dance, correct? I don't think we ever did it, no. Yeah. Uh, Jessica performs a series of martial arts inspired capoeira-esque dance moves, so to speak, and lunges forwards and strikes into Garganackle with somewhat of a karate chop with uh, a stiffened bird wing. It seems that uh, Jessica is so much more muscular than ever before. It's very interesting and fascinating. Still a lean bird, sure, but um, striking with uh, with serious force behind that chop. And Garganackle takes a good chunk of damage. George is looking stressed. He's only asked you one question, and he's uh, he's not doing well. <laughs> he's going to be up against three, three Pokemon um, still. So he's feeling a little worried. He's going to have to bust out the big guns. George asks to Schmidt, the rock type is tied with another type for the claim of the most weaknesses without a secondary typing. What is the other type tied with rock? Ice. Ice, you're just locking that in? Yeah. Okay. George says, many challengers predict ice. The correct answer is actually grass, which outdoes it by one. What the fuck? And at this moment... Uh, Jessica takes what 20 points of salt cure damage. Automatic. It's weird, I know. <laughs> they both have five weaknesses. I believe Ice has four. Are you looking it up? Yeah. yeah. I have the type calculator. Yeah. Yeah, Ice is, Ice is weak to fighting fire, Two, rock, and three, steel. Four, five. Um, rock and grass are weak to five types. Shit. Isn't okay. that weird? Yeah. It's good trivia, right? <laughs> we always talk about like grasping like a good defensive type. It's because it's it's good into common types like ground and water, I think is, yeah. is the logic, right? So, yeah. Okay. Pretty funny. Okay. That wasn't on my radar. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, you said twenty points. Twenty points of salt cure damage. And that ends George's God, turn. So much damage. Yeah. It's tricky. That's why it's a three V one. Okay. What's Schmidt gonna do? We are hitting him with the revelation dance again. Okay. Let's see if it hits. It's over 20. I don't want to do math. Four, five, 25. 25 hits. Yeah. That's a... For a Pokemon with a high AC, uh, Schmidt's team is doing quite well. <laughs> to, to, to beat yeah. it. It's pretty impressive. I mean, I, I hit hard, right? I just don't have a lot there once I do get hit. Right, exactly. Functioning as intended, in my opinion. Because both Quacko and Jessica are under half HP. Quacko is probably in red. Yeah. 21 no 31 31 jeez yeah Um, jessica going once again for the revelation dance um this time after doing some acrobatic movements with her body strikes garganackle in the chest with a kick with her taloned feet pushing garganackle back a little bit um which is is impressive because jessica's kind of tiny and garganackle's kind of gargantuan and the force behind the kick is truly incredible dealing a significant amount of fighting type damage George is realizing that he's running out of time and he's got to pull out the big guns if he's going to do this. 
So he I thought gives, he pulled out the big guns last time. He's pulling out the bigger guns this time. Um, <laughs> Can Schmidt say that? <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, I don't think George is saying that he has to pull out the big guns, but he's not. He's not. And because of his confidence okay. role earlier, he's not phased by anything Schmidt says because he's the best. Okay. Um, he's so, that fucking dude. Yeah, he is. He certainly is. He says, This one's a tricky one. I'm going to ask you three questions in a row and you have to answer them all. Are you ready? Yep. He says, and You have more time for this if you need. George asks, what is the name of the ambitious shopkeeper from Lily Cove City Summer Festival? What's his partner Pokemon, and what is the partner Pokemon's name? Pablo the Pichu. Okay, what's the name of the shopkeep? Oh, shit. Can I make it a deception? And Schmidt just kind of says, like, like, does the A part of it, but doesn't get the first part out? You absolutely can. Here's the condition. It's a high check, and uh, if you fail, you just get it wrong. Okay, I'm probably getting it wrong anyways. Okay, I'm going to say it's, uh, you said deception off of your decks, right? No, charisma. Yes, we're going to make that DC 18. We have a lot of 18s in this battle. Okay. Uh, I did not get an 18. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, George hears Schmidt confidently say, Pablo the Pichu, and and George says, I don't think if you knew Cave of Kmart that you would have been so quiet about his name. You get this one wrong. And Look, man, that's... Uh, <laughs> it's hard, I know. Horseshit question. <laughs> Schmidt's like raging. That's fair. Because the question was incorrect, the salt cure damage ramps up, and Jessica takes 30 points of salt damage. Jessica is also in red. Jessica's in red, but she's hanging in there. Good for her. Yep. I thought that would knock her out. She's a she's a tough bird. It is now Jessica's turn. Jessica could uh, potentially finish the battle. Could finish the battle? Okay, mm-hmm. that was my question. Is could I suss out HP? Yeah. Um what's the kid's name? Fucking George. George. Yeah, he's George. Okay. Question for you, George. Bet you didn't expect to take a quiz today. He George says, actually, the last girl who challenged me gave me a question, too. So uh, I I am ready. Oh, damn it. I thought I was original. (laughs) Okay. Recent events quiz. (laughs) A week or so ago, there was a volcano eruption. Who was credited for saving the town? Um, Okay. so the questions that Grace gave me were Pokemon trivia, Mm -hmm. um, which I think George would know. This one yeah. is, um, why Recent don't events. you give the DM what you think is a fair intelligence save or like check? What, what is the threshold? What do you think? Oh, shit. Um, ooh. kids keep up with recent events, right? Yeah, for the most part, they, they gossip, right? And if like there was a yeah. cool natural event or Pokemon, they'd be like, whoa, did you hear about that? Yeah, if there's like a volcano exploding, that's going to be everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, his intelligence modifier is plus three, so. Do with that what you will. I wouldn't make it higher than 15, personally. I, think I was about to say, I'll do it like a 13. 13, I like that. So I feel like 10 is even, and then the plus 3. Yep. Yeah, kind of bounces it. Let's do it. DC 13, rolling D20. He gets mm-hmm. a natural 12. That will make it a 15. His eyes lighten up, and he says, That was the Quacko Paco. I'd remember them from anywhere. Despite that, he does not recognize you. Is uh, then Schmidt, like, ask him again. He's like, Oh, you would recognize him from anywhere? Um, and George in his boundless confidence says, absolutely. I remember their faces like it was yesterday. Well, obviously you forgot one because it's me. I'm that dude <gasps> and I'm about to finish this battle right now. And then Jessica's going to roll for a revelation. 
<laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Roll, please hit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a nineteen to hit. Yeah. I already pre-rolled <laughs> yeah, yeah. that before I asked the question. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Um, what's the damage cap formula? Uh, it is three d ten plus five. Actually, okay, yeah, that will guaranteed KO. Do you have any flavor for Jessica? But oh, it needs to be fucking sick. I imagine like. Um, I'm not pulling up this video. Have you ever seen the Digimon movie? No. Okay. So there's a scene where they're like, they they beat the bad guy and they shoot like a giant laser out. And like, he kind of like turns into like a pencil drawing and then like fades out of existence. Like one line at a time. Yeah. I imagine like Jessica kicks Garganackle (laughs) and then that's what happens to Garganackle. Sure. Yeah. He just like kind of dissipates into just loose salt on the ground after that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. The, The combo of schmidt telling george you don't know shit and then jessica just absolutely destroying garganackle with a mighty kick um all of his little minecraft blocks crumble and fall onto the floor um his face block that remains on the ground has x's in his eyes and george has like a soy jack face where he's like like can't possibly believe (laughs) that uh he was exposed the truth of the quacko paco followed by just getting absolutely destroyed by jessica and he is humbled his his natural 20 <laughs> confidence roll from earlier has been shot. He no longer feels that way. And uh, he feels very embarrassed. And he says, I, I can't believe it. I didn't recognize Schmidt from the Quacko Paco. And he very nervously and embarrassedly um, goes into his pocket and gives you 27 Pokemon dollars. And his hand is kind of shaking. And he like recalls Garganackle <laughs> very tentatively. And he says, uh, let, this is the least I can do for you, Mr. Schmidt. And he fully heals uh, the, your whole team, except for PP. Fuck yeah. And George says, well, it's uh, it, it was great meeting you. I'm, I'm sure you're going to do great against Roxanne. She's she's your next challenger. Yeah, yeah. As Schmidt goes to walk away, he puts his hand on the kid's shoulder. And he's uh-huh. like, you know what? You did pretty well yourself. I'll believe you're the strongest in your class. <laughs> George gets uh, twinkles in his eyes and he says, uh, thank you, Mr. Schmidt. And he's like, stands at attention and he is very impressed. And uh, are you wearing the cloak skill still? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like the, I'm walking away and like the cokes like blowing in the breeze, even though there's probably not a breeze in the. <laughs> yeah. Um, via DM intervention, I will let you peek into George's mind as he sees the cloak blow in the breezes. Schmidt marches on to his final challenger. George thinks to himself, I am getting a cloak. And uh, <laughs> perhaps the next time that he appears in this gym, he will be wearing a cloak. Schmidt marches up to hopefully battle Roxanne, as that is the next intention. He exits the tunnel, and the grade of the slope that he's on ascends. It goes up. And he looks to his right, and he sees a giant cast mold of some sort of ancient-looking rock-type Pokemon. It looks kind of like a weird barnacle that has eyes at the top of its head and a leaves sticking out of the sides. He looks to his left. There's a big old impression in the wall of a Pokemon that has a very flat, angular face and scythes for hands. It looks like a fearsome, perhaps rock and water type. Against the far northern wall, there's just a, a mold of a big dragon Pokemon. Just You just see its bones and its wing bones and its menacing has a horn on its head. And in front of you, as you climb, you find yourself on your standard Pokemon League uh, rated battle pitch. And there's a woman there. Uh, She is wearing a prim and proper gray dress. She has some sort of like tie that she is wearing. She has a larger bow in her hair and she's flipping through a book and she sees you approach and she closes her book and she says, welcome challenger. My name is Roxanne. I am the headmaster of the Pokemon Academy and I am also the gym leader here in Rustboro City. Says hello. And then Schmidt's like, that's a very pretty dress you're wearing. Uh, How does she react? 
uh, very seriously. She says, thank you. Now, please tell me how many badges you already have. Yeah, Schmidt like also can't remember, so he's like recounting to himself. He's like, "Well, we did the the flying lady, and then we went to to Marvel. There wasn't a badge in Marvel, and then we went to um uh, the Lava Ridge, and then we did the 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 Fall Arbor, which is where Marvel got relocated to. So Schmidt only have three. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, yeah. Schmidt's um, like, so I have three, 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 three. <laughs> Roxanne says, "Very well. So then you realize that if you defeat me, you will have the ability to carry an extra." Pokemon in your party in the Hoenn region. Yep, that's why I'm here. He says, in light of that, I challenge you to see how good of a trainer you are at using three of your Pokemon at once. As such, we will oh, be having yeah. a triple battle and you may determine your placements on the field. Um, she takes the left side of the pitch and you may take the right and she sends out the three Pokemon that she intends to use on her right and your left she throws out a Pokeball, and you see um, certainly a rock-type Pokemon. It's a very strange-looking one, though. It's bipedal. It looks like a shrimp. It has scythe hands, and there's feathers on its back. It looks like, despite being a rock-type, it may have dwelled in aquatic environments, perhaps. In the middle of her row, there's a very silly-looking Pokemon, similar to one that you saw just yesterday, or maybe this even the same day. It is a just a floating rock that has a huge nose on its face, and underneath it are lots and lots of iron fillings that make it look like it's got a mustache. Um, on either side of its body, it has two like little mini noses, um, and it seems like they kind of float around with magnetism. On Roxanne's left, your right, there is one remaining Pokemon. It is a green, barnacle-looking Pokemon. It has a set of eyes on its face that are clearly not real. If you look in what looks to be its mouth, there are two glowing eyes. It seems to be somewhat of a facade of a pokemon these are your three opponents they are spaced out over 25 feet can you guess what what those pokemon are um i know it was provo pass false eyes so i'm probably anorith okay or yeah. armaldo the whichever the evolved form was i guess if positioning matters it kind of uh, does because hmm, yeah. like, it have to be in a line um that's a great question what are you proposing so I want to do like a protect the president kind of thing with Quacko being the president. I have Skarmory and Jessica, and yeah. that's my two front line. And then like a space behind that in the middle is um, Quacko. I'm going to say you can't do that naturally, but it would be super easy on your first turn to just consume your movement and do that because it's like that's super achievable. So I'm going to say that okay. because of the gym battle rules, you can't start that way. But on your turn, mm -hmm. you'll be able to do it. No problem. So basically, yes. <laughs> basically, you'll put Quacko in the middle then. Um, and then as far as his phalanx, uh, who's going to go be on the leftish side? Who's going to be on the rightish side? Okay. Or who's, You who's, said phalanx, and I thought the Pokemon. And yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the word that's spelled with a P-H-A. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got you. So <laughs> it took me a second, but I got you. So if you want to assume that formation, who's where's Buford going to be and where's uh, Jessica going to be? Uh, Buford will be left-hand side. Jessica will be right. Okay. Buford is my shield and Jessica is my strong right hook. That's so true. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, you may roll initiative if you've no other discussion with Roxanne. Sick. I'm just going to roll a nine. Okay. She got a dirty eight. So you will actually be going first. Okay. doke. Let the battle begin. Yep. So I'm going to do the formation immediately. Okay. Um, Quacko just kind of fades back. And then uh, Skarmory and Jessica step up front okay 
Um, Jessica is going to hit this uh, helping hand real quick onto Skarmory. Okay. So claps her karate wings and is like, clap, 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 clap. Yep, that's the rhythm. Uh, I'm just refreshing myself on helping hand rules. Um, bonus action, you may choose one ally other than yourself. It's one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. So to the attack roll, not to damage. Okay, and then Skarmory. What did we say we had? Skarmory is going to go for a steel wing onto C. Okay, absolutely. Um, just thinking about your melee attack, you should have enough movement to get there and come back uh, to your phalanx position. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, Buford may attempt to make a steel wing into Cradley. Please roll to hit. I'm going to consume the helping hand immediately. Sure. Because that was not good. Yeah. Uh, ooh, that actually helps a lot. <laughs> that plus eight. Actually, that makes it a dirty 20. Okay. Dirty 20 does, in fact, connect with Cradley. You may roll super effective steel-type damage. 24. 24 points of steel-type damage to start off the battle. A nice, sizable hit as Cradley kind of takes the hit, and it leans its head back, like, in recoil, but its body does mm -hmm. not move. It seems it is suction-cupped to the ground, more or less. It, it seems pretty stable. Takes a big hit, though. What's next? Helping okay. Hand was a bonus action, and Quacko can still do things. Yep, yep. Um, could Quacko, like, do a full circle, like, move and come back to the position? Its fly is 30 feet. Um, only for Probopass. Only for Probopass? Yeah, if you backed up, okay. which you did describe, I'm going to say only for mm -hmm. Probopass. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do that at all. Okay. I'm going to air cutter. Mm-hmm from the back line so Quacko's gonna be shooting those air waves a ranged attack a ranged attack very cool and it's gonna go into Cradilly. okay we're just tugging down the barnacle yep okay is that a save or roll to hit that is a roll to hit I think like most of your moves are right yeah that was actually a natural 19 Ooh. so that is a crit that is a crit With it would have been with leak or the boosted crit rate but um, it yeah. has both so Roll neutral flying type damage. This is a rock type, so it is not weak to flying. So crit, it's just max damage. Yep. So I'm adding 29 to what I'm rolling now. Even 50. Nice. Great chunk. Dude, Quacko with these crits. I love it. It's perfect. It's what Farfetch yeah. is all about. Um, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Quacko fires off an air cutter. I imagine he does it. He does he swing the leak and then it does like a Zelda yes, max it's HP like a, sword yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly it. Perfect. Yeah. No. Great hit. Um, Cradley once again takes the hit and recoil. And this time, like, it's like a punching bag kind of where like it bounces back and forth, like, like kind of like mm -hmm. a Wobbuffet would because it was uh... it's like one of those like door stops. Exactly. Yeah. It was like a shugga dugga dugga dugga. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the sound effect. And Cradley's taking a beating. Uh, this Pokemon that's known for its resilience is uh, not doing super well already. Nicely done. Yep. Jessica has an action still. I don't know if you wish to pursue that. Yep, Jessica is going to do their best to try to finish off this little wiggly thing. Jessica do their bestica? Jessica do their bestica. <laughs> that's pretty dumb. Finish the wiggly uh, thing. Mm, Let's see. Mm. I am thinking now. You said they were 25 feet apart total? Yeah, from left to right. Like That's how far they are. So they would all be within a 30-foot cone? Uh, you'd have to back up, but yes. Uh, mm, I don't want to ruin this. You'd, you'd have to take Wacko's position, basically. You could hit two of them from where you're at, though. 
And without swapping with Buford, which you could do, because Buford... Uh, no, Buford went for melee attack. Yeah, you have to hit Probopass and Cradley. Unless, yeah. Or unless you want to move forward and break the position. I think that's fine just hitting Probopass and Cradley. Because yeah. Cradley is kind of the one I want. It's going to be neutral and Cradley. Yep. Yep. So I'm fine just hitting those two. Okay. And this... um, They have to make a DC 17 strength. Okay. I will start Trick. with Cradley. Mm-hmm. Cradley gets a dirty 20. Probopass gets a eight. So Crayley saves, Probopass does not. But Probopass resists, and Crayley does not. So it's going to be the same damage. Correct. Um, Probopass did fail, so if there's an added effect, um, tell me what it is. uh, How much did he fail by? He got a natural three, and that got up to an eight. Okay. So that's actually, that's not more than ten. If they failed by five or more, they are confused. If they failed by ten or more, they are knocked prone. Okay, but that is five or more, I believe. Right? Yeah, so yeah. they are confused. Pretty good. Love yep. a confused Provo Pass. 24 points of flying type damage. Pretty solid. Especially on Provo Pass. That's nice. Provo Pass takes a significant hit from this hurricane that Jessica releases from her wings. And Provo Pass, because he's only held together by magnetism, was unprepared for this attack and kind of spins around chaotically. And all of a sudden, Provo Pass's eyes go cross, and Provo Pass is a little confused. Cradley takes the hit more efficiently, but also doesn't resist it. So um, now its head is just bobbing all over the place in the wind. It's just bop, 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 <laughs> like completely unstoppable. And Cradley, uh, when it returns back to a neutral position, its head is held low as it is not feeling particularly well. It has taken a significant amount of damage just in this first turn. Uh, nicely done. Anything else for Schmidt here? Uh, I think that's the end of my turn. Um, we'll start with Probopass then. Um, as part of its confusion, it must roll a d20. Uh, if it gets a 16 or higher, nothing happens and it breaks its confusion. If it gets between a 10 and a 15, sorry, an 11 and a 15, it gets to move. If it gets a 10 or a lower, it hits itself in confusion. Probopass gets another natural 3. Probopass hits itself in confusion for its proficiency bonus and does not do anything. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, Cradilly looking to maybe as a parting gift uh deliver onto jessica what jessica delivered onto cradley and cradley fires off a confused ray at jessica um this is actually a roll to hit and that is a dirty 19 Um, yeah it hits jessica is now confused um that leaves one pokemon who is not engaged in combat at all and sees this protect the president formation and is not delighted about it it is not happy with it it prances up to skarmory and digs its scythe into skarmory's metal carapace with a fury cutter rolling to hit uh that's a that's... freaking 27 that should hit okay um it that's is resisted too. it is in fact yeah. resisted so it's going to do very little damage here but perhaps armaldo doesn't mind that as of right now he's trying to build those stacks um and not a terrible roll it deals 12 points of bug type damage. Um, Holy shit, on a resist? Mm hmm, on a resist. Uh, Damn. As Armaldo connects with Skarmory, its eyes kind of go red, and it seems like it is building, similar to Shuckle, it is building momentum, it is building rage. It is ramping up for this battle. Everyone's positions remain the same except for Armaldo, who is directly in front of Buford at this point, and it's now Schmidt's turn. You said Cradle uh, is looking kind of bad? Yep. Not too hot. Um. I'm going to start with the back line. Okay. Have Quacko shoot the air slash or air cutter at it. Okay. Sure. Math. 
It's fucking 19. Dirty 19? Dirty 19, yeah. That, that, will, that will connect. That is it. 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. A good, sizable hit of flying type air cutter does not net the KO, unfortunately. Very, very okay. close, though. Um, mm. Cradley doesn't bob it back and forth as much. Instead, it kind of just starts to go slump, and it's looking downwards. But it's still in action. Okay, okay. I'm just looking at all my options here. Yeah, can I have Skarmory, Drill Peck, the Cradily, uh, and then move back into position? Yes, that is okay. sufficient. In a... 18? 18 does hit, yes. I was going to okay. say, in, in like a wild battle situation, this would provoke an attack of opportunity from Almaldo, but this is like a gym battle, so it will not. Uh, another 16. Another 16? Yep. Will, in fact, be enough to knock out Cradley. Congratulations. As Cradley lets out a kind of primal creepy roar and slumps to the ground, and Roxanne recalls Cradley. Nice job. Sick. Um, so now I'm going to have Jessica helping hand Skarmory again. Have and Jessica have at the start of her turn roll a d20. Oh, that's right. The confusion. Uh, I rolled a six. Motherfucker. Jessica hits herself a confusion and does nothing and takes four points of typeless damage. Okay. Not too bad. It could be worse. Okay. It could be worse. That is the end of my turn. Great. Roxanne's turn. Down one Pokemon. Already hardly have done any damage. The confusion was good, but Probopass is still confused as well. And as such, we are rolling for Probopass's confusion. They rolled another three. They've only rolled three. Oh my threes. god. That is so funny. Uh, yeah, Probopass is itself confusion. Uh, that is very unfortunate because Probopass is integral to Roxanne's strategy. That just leaves Armaldo, uh, building Fury, staring down Skarmory. Buford wants to get rid of it, rolling to hit a Fury Cutter. Um, 18 to hit? That does hit, yes. Okay. Um, still resisted, still not much damage, but it seems like this strike has more intention, more power behind it. It's It, it means more. Um, the last roll was a high roll, and this one's kind of a mid-roll. This deals 16 points of resisted bug type damage and armaldo is growing more and more furious looking to avenge its fossil brethren that had just fell and just like that roxanne's turn ends pretty quickly probe pass has okay. not moved armaldo's still standing in front of skarmory trying to get to quacko okay we're hanging in there we're hanging in there i'm gonna start it off with jessica's turn just get that out of the way okay uh please 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 natural seven god damn it I mean, if it helps, like, Probopass and Jessica are in the same boat, so... Yeah. Uh, this is... I really want that fighting move on the Probopass. Um, your third roll will be your last, no matter what. So, it's not a okay. forever thing. And I'm taking another four. Uh, yeah. Skarmory is going to leer onto the Armaldo. Yo, status moves? Cool. Yeah. Can you describe what that does? Choose a creature within range to make a wisdom saving throw against your move DC which I have 12 listed. That's correct. Um, on a fail, allies may add a plus one to any attack they target. It just says plus one to attack. Is that attack roll? or? Yeah, like to hit. And that will to also okay. affect saves. Their threshold will be worse as well. Okay. Modifier may be stacked up to five times in the event they are subject to any other saving throw other than Lear. The DC is increased along with the two-hit modifier. Great. All right. Yeah, making a wisdom save cool. for Armaldo. They get a natural 16. They don't have much okay. wisdom, but uh, it's a 17. Status moves suck. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're something, for sure. Uh, uh, That's that turn wasted. Uh, Quacko is going to fire an air cutter onto Armaldo. Okay. Armaldo this time also taking neutral damage. Pretty fortunate yep. for Schmidt. 
Yeah, roll to hit. Dirty 18. That will connect. I will share with you that all three of these Pokemon have armor classes that are adjacent to each other by one. Um, I won't tell you exactly what, but like... Okay. That makes sense. Uh, 19 points. Not bad. Not mm -hmm. bad at all. Armaldo takes 19 points of flying-type damage as the air cutter blade strikes into its chest. Um, it kind of flaps its feathers menacingly, and uh, it is still furious, still ready for action. Anything else for Schmidt? I think that's that right. It can't do anything else. I believe that's it. Yep. Very well. Probably past last turn of confusion. Really wants to do this thing that it's been trying to do. Let's see if it gets it. Dude. <laughs> it's another three. You're not going to believe me, but he's only rolled threes. That is so funny. I, I don't get it. Okay. Probably past takes four points of damage and does nothing, but confusion wears off. That is ridiculous. Okay. Uh, Armaldo. Building more fury. Strikes into Skarmory with a fury cutter. Uh, dirty 20 to hit. Yeah. It's getting serious. Armaldo. Rage is building. Low roll. 18 points of bug type damage. As it strikes into Skarmory yet again. Trying to pierce this, this armored bird. Seems like it's doing a pretty okay job. Yeah. Skarmory is definitely in yellow. Yep. Um, and that's it for Roxanne. She's very much looking forward to Probopest doing something. <laughs> uh, okay, not if I have anything to say about it. I guess so. Jessica's going to roll confusion. Ooh, 15. Oh, yeah, so you actually... Oh, oh, you don't break out, but you get to act. And it's your last turn anyway, so you confusion, do break out. Yeah, and anyways. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to forego the helping hand this turn. Okay. I'm going to Revelation Dance onto the Probopass. Great. Sure. Roll to hit. Uh, 18 dirty 18 meets probably passes armor class that's favorite the attacker let's fucking go every time i roll under 10 i'm like oh god but then i remember my modifiers are like plus nine and shit yeah we're at that level right so mm. stuff is more consistent for sure so doubling damage because it's super effective correct that is correct that is 31 points of fighting type damage nice 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 sizable hit into this monstrosity of just stone and metal. Jessica charges forward and gives it a... I, I'm, my brain is looking for... It's describing this as a as a head smash. Um, I feel like Jessica just charges forward and just like, you know, how martial artists will like break bricks with their head. Uh, I, mm -hmm. th I think I think that's what Jessica's doing. <laughs> um, and just smashes into the big old nose and uh, Provo Pass, because they are floating, um, kind of gets pushed back a little bit and then wobbles forward back to its original position. What yeah. else for Schmidt? I was imagining it kind of like a Machamp ult. You know how it's like... I'm thinking it's like that and with kicks thrown in there. Cool. Like, it's I just like a it. really like furious dance. Sure. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, options, options, options. Kind of chunk into that. Um, Quacko, you said, could fly around to Probo Pass and fly back, right? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm going to test the waters a little bit. Okay. I'm going to go for a knockoff onto Probo Pass. Interesting. Sure. Roll to hit that. That is a dirty 22 to hit. That will hit. Probopass is not holding an item. Okay. That's what I was fishing for. Yep. That would be 19 points of dark type damage. Pretty good. Yep. And then flies back around behind Skarmory. Quacko does that. Um, mm -hmm. Quacko goes up and flies and smacks Probopass on the nose with a leak. 
Probable Pass feels the damage, but it doesn't, you know, just for flavor, we'll say that its iron fillings fall out of its nose and it's like, it looks startled and like, <laughs> oh, and it focuses for a bit and they just whoop, like right back up to it. So, yeah. Nice. Um, Buford, what are you doing? Cool, cool. Um, yeah, man, I don't know what else to do besides drill pack the thing in front of me. May as well. It's a neutral hit. Yeah. Are you out of stealings? No. Okay. I've still got a handful. It's just drill pack is neutral, so might as well use that and save the stealings. Yeah. Um, 18. 18 does hit. It's 19. 19 points, points of... of flying type damage. Yeah. As Buford charges into Armado with a drilled beak, just like trying to pierce through the armor. And Armado's mm-hmm. little buggy insides doesn't super appreciate it. Not super effective, but Armado's not a happy shrimp. Anything else for Schmidt? That is it. Okay. Probo Pass, after taking all this damage, is not confused. And it's doing the thing that Roxanne's whole strategy hinges on, which is sets a sandstorm. Uh, finally, Probo Pass focuses and sands begin to whip around the arena. Um, it seems to somehow make these rock types more resilient. And furthermore, it seems like Jessica and Quacko aren't fond of the whipping sand. Um, Buford is used to it, and Buford does not care at all. That is mm-hmm. Propaz's action. It is a 100-foot diameter, 50-foot radius, so it covers the whole field. There's no escaping it. Um, that is Propaz's action. Armado continuing the Fury Cutter, striking in to Skarmory. That a dirty 24 hit. Uh, yes, it does. All right. Resisted bug-type damage coming through. There's actually not that many more stacks of this Armado can get. Um, 28 points of bug-type damage. Coming into Skarmory as another pincer. These are alternating, I imagine. Every turn, it's the left one, it's the right one. Armado gets more and more angry. Fury Cutter is, is ramping up. Skarmory is in red. Okay, Skarmory's hanging in there. And that is Roxanne's turn. Probopass still kind of taking a backseat. Armado's front and center. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, this thing's a fucking problem. I probably should have been focusing this down. If it helps you, and I'm just telling you because I'm taking note of myself as well, um, it has one more fury cutter stack so if it hits the next one that's the max damage it'll be getting but it's really high damage so yeah if i hurricane does that fuck with the weather at all it's not in the description is it it doesn't say anything okay if you intend to disperse the weather by using an attack you can roll it as such um but it will not be for damage and you will have to hit a certain threshold which i will decide after you decide if you want to do that or not yeah i'll go ahead and do that okay um, it works off of either strength or dex. So which of those is higher for? Uh, it's dex for sure, right? Isn't it dex is max? Dex. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to say DC 16 dexterity save to use hurricane to disperse the sand. It's Can a- I preemptively call my advantage roll? Sure. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to be hard to do. Good thing I did because I rolled a 10 and a 17. 17 will do it. Um, we- yep. So yeah, Jessica... Do you think they flap into the air, or do they just stay where they are and flap their wings really hard? What, what do you think? I think they, they flap their wings, and it's just like a, like a, I guess a cone. Um, yeah, the sandstorm is dispersed. Probo Pass looks shocked and frustrated. Um, Armado didn't even notice, didn't even care. So, uh, very cool. nicely done. No sandstorm, no chip damage at the end of your turn. Pretty good. Yep. Uh, we need to knock damage down onto this Armado. Yep. Just trying to think if there's anything I can do to like break its focus or um if it misses or if it fails to hit or like to use the move um its stacks will reset oh this is risky as hell okay 
I am going to request a duck finals. Oh, <laughs> oh, all right. From the Armaldo. Sure. It's been a while since we had one of these. Will you describe yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It is opposed dex dex checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has to make a dex check. <laughs> and okay. Quacko got a uh, sixteen with its modifier of four, so it is twenty. Okay. Armaldo, I haven't rolled yet. Armaldo, it's been dealing damage off of its strength stat. It is not a dex boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a natural 12, dirty 14. He loses the duck finals. Okay. So what does this mean for Quacko? Quacko gets an additional attack that always crits on a failure. So additional attack, does that mean like I can do duck finals and I can do a regular you, move? Yes, you have two actions. Oh, fucking sick. Okay. Um, it has to be two Armaldo, I... though. One of them does. Yeah. I'm gonna have both of them be air cutter. Okay, just both into Armaldo. Yep, Very one cool. of them's a crit. Excellent. <laughs> okay, the duck finals hit is 43 points of flying damage. Wow. Okay. And I'm just gonna do a regular because I still got to roll to hit the regular move, right? Correct. Okay, I'm gonna roll to hit that. Uh, can I use my advantage on that? <laughs> or do I need to call that's, that before? No, that's your last one. You're welcome to. Okay, that makes it an 18 to hit. Uh, that will hit. Give me your total damage. Okay. That is 21. The 21 plus 40, was it? 43? Shit, I already lost it. It's fine. I, I'll give you the benefit and say it was 43, because I don't think it was higher than okay. that. Um, so a total of uh, 64 points of damage. Damage is yeah. uh, outrageous. That's a ton of damage. I like to imagine that Quacko kind of like jumped up to meet Armaldo's face. They had a stare down. And then it was like Scythe versus Leak. Just like mm-hmm. quick action kind of. And uh Do you know the uh you know the Gen 3 Sprite for Skarmory where it's like kinda got its head like hanging down? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. back is like a tie. So I imagine Quacko jumps on top of its back. Ooh. And then to meet like Armaldo eye to eye. That's sick. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and when is the duel? Uh they go for a strike at the same time and Quacko's is more fierce. Armaldo recoils in shock and takes a ton of points from a rapid-fire double air cutter, one of them critically striking. Armaldo is still standing. Armaldo is hurt. That was it for Schmidt, right? Uh, I still have an action on Skarmory, I believe. Oh, correct. You do. I am drill-pecking into that Armaldo. Okay, this could KO. There's a chance. Okay. Gotta roll the hit first. 16. Um, 16 to hit? Yeah. That meets Armaldo's armor class. Very fortunate. 17 points of flying type damage. 17 points of flying type damage. Armaldo has 16 hit points remaining. Armaldo is knocked out by one point thanks to the incredible teamwork of Buford and Quacko. Only Probopass remains. A sad, depressed Probopass that in four or five turns of combat has set Sandstorm and had the sandstorm leave. <laughs> had it dispersed, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not looking good. Not looking good. That is it for Schmidt, though, correct? Yes. Probopass, having no allies, realize that setting up is worthless. It really can't do anything with that. So it's just going to swing. Something that, in hindsight, it should have done. It wanted to do on turn two, but here we are in turn four or five, and it hasn't swung yet. Um, it has a move that is great in Dishman's team, but it wasn't ready to use, and it's going to go for it now. That move is Zap Cannon. It's going to target down (laughs) uh, Jessica with a zap cannon. Uh, Does a 15 hit. Oh, 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 oh. Skarmy, remember when we did the the reaction, like the lightning rod thing with the steel wing? Yeah. Can I call that now? 
Yeah, you're gonna. Okay. Yes, you can I do it. I imagine I'm gonna take damage, but not necessarily. But it's gonna be so hard not to. Um, uh, I mean, you could just have Skarmory just take the hit, but I, I think I'd rather have Skarmory just take the hit because I just want the redirection more than I want okay. to fully cancel the attack. You can't do it for free, but it is easy. I need a DC 10 Dex check to make that happen because it's like a split second. Like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta intercept it. Yep. Uh, I rolled a natural 19, so dirty 20. Okay, Skarmory will take the hit. Are you... Yeah, you just want to take the... You're probably going to get knocked out, probably. Skarmory has 2 HP, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Skarmory absorbs the Zap Cannon into its body. Uh, it's like the Pokemon anime when Ash gets shocked. Like, you can see Skarmory's metal bones. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Skarmory just plops in a pile. It sounds like someone dropped a pile of swords on the ground as Skarmory is knocked out. Finally, Roxanne getting something done, though. With that being said, that's it for Roxanne. So, Probopass versus Jessica and Quacko. Yep, yep. Steel does resist grass. So, mm-hmm. Leaf Blade's just going to be neutral into it. Yep. Um, Knockoff Raw just does more damage, I think. Or it has the capacity to do more damage. I think the toss-up is whether or not you crit with Leaf Blade, right? Yeah. Um, ooh. Quacko isn't taking any damage. The defense worked. Yeah. And now I have all this HP. Oh, I, <laughs> I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with Jessica. Bonus action, helping hand on to Quacko. Um, then Jessica's going to go for a revelation dance herself. Okay. That is a natural 18, which I'm guessing probably hits. Yeah, that is the armor class. 44 points of fighting type damage. Holy moly, Jessica, this new form <laughs> working out for you. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. A pretty good hit. Jessica proving she's not here to mess around trying to end this battle. Uh, Probopass is still standing. He's a bulky boy. But Quacko still has an action, so. Alrighty. Uh, let me familiarize myself. So it says to increase it by one for a quarter of its HP. If I wanted to increase it by two, would that be half HP or? Yeah. Okay. And you can do it after the fact, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, For context, we're talking about duck desperation. Yep. It's on the natural roll, though, not the uh, with the plus. Yeah. Sacrificing HP to hit. I mean, the natural roll is essentially the same as increasing the plus, right? Oh, shit. I forgot to see that I could use that in combination with duck finals. Yeah. You didn't need it, though, so... Um, so I rolled the natural 16. Okay. If I wanted to make it crit, Leaf Blade crits on 18, right? Correct. Yeah, you'd have to consume so half your HP. Half my HP. You could I do it. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah? I think I am going to do it. Okay. I like it. It's a, um, it's a cool play. 79, so we just round that down, right? What do you mean? Oh, so that's yes. an odd number HP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah round it down. That is half of Quacko's HP. And crit Leaf Blade damage. So not sure be... exactly where you're at, but it might KO. There's a chance. 20 plus 17, 37. 37. Your maximum damage possible is 20. I think so, right? What's 2D. The... Yeah, what's the 2D formula? 8 plus 4. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. 16 plus 4, yeah. Okay. A massive critical hit as when Quacko's in the air, striking with the leaf blade, is Quacko's feeling like it's not going to be enough, so Quacko puts his whole heart and soul into it that he perceived from his time spent with Walker and the other Draconid elders at the climactic dramatic combat that they had with the evil space alien. Um, and Quacko channels that energy into making sure that this 
critically strikes Probopass. Um, he does so, and Probopass recoils in shock, but taking these massive blows from these unassuming birds, Probopass hangs on with a tiny bit of health. Probopass is still in the battle, and it is Probopass's turn. Yep. Probopass has fired one attack, and it went well, so it's going to try it again. Don't let me down. Don't roll a three. Um, natural 12, and with the modifier, that will reach a 19 to hit Jessica. Yeah, that hits. All right. Zap Cannon, super effective. Uh, I don't know how much HP Jessica has left, but... Uh, Jessica's still a pretty sizable amount of HP. The only damage it's taken this battle is from the confusion. All right. We'll see how big this hit is, because it's going to be pretty significant. Yeah. One of the strongest electrotype moves, super effective. This is dealing 61 points of electrotype damage. Oh, my God. With this zap, I have cannon. seven HP left. Wow! 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 wow. Let's go! There is an added effect on this move, but it has not triggered yet. So, it, w- it actually it would have triggered on Skarmory, but Skarmory fainted. So, yeah. Okay. Crazy that Jessica's hanging in there. Pretty impressive. Um, that's it for Roxanne. It seems the battle might end soon. Who's gonna finish it? Yep. Uh, I think Jessica. Okay. Is gonna finish it. Sure. Gonna have to hit first. Yep. Six plus nine, fifteen. Fifteen does not hit. Oh my um, god! For the sake of Probo Pass, though, we will assume that Jessica does hit. But Probo Pass has armor; just Jessica doesn't hit it in the right spot. It's too doesn't thick. Doesn't hit it hard enough. Okay. Yeah, that is why we have a Quacko. Quacko also here. has the helping hand bonus that I just remembered, and I didn't have to spend HP last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that, so but helping hand wouldn't have increased your natural attack roll, though, does it? It adds to the. May add a 1d6 to one ability check attack roll. Okay. Or I guess, yeah, that wouldn't have been the natural. That doesn't it make doesn't it a crit, natural. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. No. Oh, Quacko rolled a natural 18 on the leaf blade. So that actually does crit. That does crit. Um, <laughs> uh, Probo Pass has three HP left. Do you have any flavor for Quacko defeating Probo Pass? Uh, 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 imagine Quacko like zooms through like Probo Pass. And then it's like the the the, the samurai thing where that like overpass oh. like kind of like falls in half. Yeah, where, like, there's the like cherry blossoms or something. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's sick. I love that. Just like that, despite the the treacherous tight matchup, Schmidt is once again victorious. Roxanne is a little taken aback. She said, "I've done enough studying to know that I had a very strong matchup, but you single-handedly defeated me quite powerfully. Nicely done. Um, Thank you. Thank you." She gives you 245 Pokemon dollars. Um, she fully heals your team. And she gives you, in your possession, the Stone Badge. It's the heaviest badge that you've had yet. Um, it has an interesting design that kind of looks like two arrows pointing in either direction. And like there's a, there's a stone embedded in the middle. Um, it has a nice weight to it. And with that, she informs you that you may carry one additional active Pokemon in your party in the Hoenn region. Congratulations. Yes. Roxanne says, unlike the other gyms, because we serve multiple purposes here, uh, we don't have a victor's exit, so to speak, as many gyms do, so we'll just have you walk back out through the gift shop. Don't forget to do a little shopping if if you're interested. Okay. Walk of shame. Gotcha. And with that, she says very well, and she turns back to her book. It seems that she is very um, studious and proper and uh, probably bordering on snobby or uptight, but you don't know her well enough to make that assumption. Okay. 
Can um, I roll perception on that book? See if I like recognize it or know what it is? Sure. Just for curiosity's sake. I rolled a five, so no. <laughs> yeah, you don't recognize it. Uh, it looks boring, so. Okay. What do you get from it? All right, have fun with your book. Schmidt marches out. Marches out of the gym. Mm-hmm. Okay. He exits through the, the, the dig site and comes back into the gift shop where he sees uh, Sunny Biscuits. And uh, Sunny is just kind of chilling. And um, Sunny says, congratulations, I was watching the battle. Uh, you did great. Thank you. Sonny says, before you go, uh, you should check the gift shop. Make sure you don't want to buy anything. All right. <laughs> you don't have to. That's just I'll, I'll peruse the Schmidt will peruse. Okay. Um, give me a wisdom perception check. <laughs> uh, with the wisdom, that makes it a whopping four. Nice. Yeah, Schmidt doesn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> the, the only thing that really stands out to Schmidt is uh, there's a little sign. That says, um, now purveying and buying rare gems and minerals. Um, but none of the items actually interest him at all. So he does not need to particularly stay around here if he doesn't want to. Okay. Cool. Schmidt goes to exit the gym. Is there anything else for his day before he reunites with the Quacko Paco, the rest of them? Do I want to call the guy? He said there wasn't anything they could do last time, right? So is right. there any point in calling him? That's up to Schmidt. Uh... Yeah, he'll call him just to update because he's supposed to give the phone back, right? And he's about to loop back around that way. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know where, where Schmidt is going. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because everybody else wanted to head south. Mm, maybe we'll make a quick little tele, te, teleporty. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll just call. Okay. Just to, just to touch base with the guy. Okay, yeah, sure. You do that. Here you use the phone that he gave you, and it rings for a bit, and you are greeted with Schmidt, my boy. It's good to hear from you. I'm on my, I'm on my lunch break. What can I what can I help you with? Oh, good. I just wanted to touch base with you a bit, man. Uh, we're in Rush Rushboro. I don't know why I fucked that up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna be headed back to you in a bit and give you back your phone. He says, "Oh, Schmidt, that's great news. That's that's very good news. And uh, just to let you know, I haven't heard any updates from the Johto government. It seems like seems like the law offices are dealing with a lot of other cases right now. So at the moment, just be sure you take good care of the duck, and uh, we'll we'll make sure that nothing bad happens, and uh, uh, we'll follow up when they resume. But for right now, I would say don't worry about it. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, th- thank you very much for everything you've done." And then Schmidt like looks over at Quacko and he's like, yeah, he's doing great. And I've taken real good care of him. And he's like kind of proud of Quacko after everything he's done today. Clementine doesn't see this exchange, but he says, good, mm-hmm. very good. Uh, I, I hope you continue to ca- take care of him. That'll be very good for your case if and when it ever does actually come up. So uh, keep up the good work. All right. Thank you, sir. He says, bye bye now. And there's a click. Click, click. OK. I think Schmidt's done. Schmidt's done. He's going to reunite yep. with the gang. Yep, yep. Okay, very well. Congratulations to Schmidt on his fourth gym batch. Pretty cool. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to the third out of four gym challenges in Respiro City on Dunsparce and Drampa. We would appreciate it, as always, if you checked out our links, including merch, social media, and our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, special thanks to our two latest patrons, being Alexander and JWB. Thanks to patrons like these, we can be sure that the podcast can continue to be released for as long as it lasts. 
Because we recently hit our stretch goal of 50 patrons, an NRG one-shot featuring the villains of the campaign to be played by the players is in production and will be releasing as soon as we can get it done on Patreon and then in a few months from now on the main series. Even if you're unable to do so on Patreon, just know that all of your support goes a long way. Whether it's a like or a favorite on your listening platform of choice, it really, really helps us out. We're looking forward to sharing the final gym challenge in Rustboro City with you next Tuesday.